Hey, wrestling nerds, you're about to sink your ear holes into a big old serving of the motherfucking IndyCast. For over eight years, the best of independent wrestling interviews, pop fucking culture, debates over topics like breakfast cereals and the Muppets, plus more innuendo than you can shake a goddamn stick at. So here is Maximus Chad Allen, Sticking Fucking Steamboat, Zach Romero, and occasionally Duchess Von Finger Bang, Luna Lynn, as they bring you the Fucking Indie Cats, exclusively on the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network. Greetings, everybody. Welcome once again to the Indie Cast. Uh, Chad Allen, Shelly Allen here. Shelly Allen. Hey, honey. Hi. Uh, back on the back on the show. Uh, it's been it's been a little while. It's been a bit. <laughs> it's yeah. Been, been a lot of really wild things that have happened since the last time you've been on the show. Yes, so, a lifetime of things. A lifetime <laughs> of things definitely happened. So, yeah. uh, for those of you that've been listening to the show for a while, first off, thank you. Yes. Uh, secondly, uh, you probably noticed that Shelly had disappeared uh, from the show about. Uh, close to two years now, I think. Maybe. Uh, something like that. So, uh, I thought we should start with, like, ripping the Band-Aid off and just getting stuff out of the way. And uh-huh. talking about kind of kind of what happened, why you suddenly went poof like a, uh, like a Bewitched episode. So, uh, I don't know, I don't know how you want to word it or tell it, but we'll, uh, we'll tell the broad version of the tale, I guess, from, uh... Okay. Starting right about, uh, so COVID happens. COVID starts. Uh, we have two kids, as we've talked about many times on the show, and they both immediately get, like, sent home yes. uh, to do virtual school with the the county we live in, and that was a... That was a hoot. It was a hoot and a nightmare. <laughs> um, and uh, I got sent home uh, for my shoot job, uh, so I'm working from home, and... That created a whole bunch of chaos in the house, obviously, as we all tried to figure out what the hell was going on. Uh, and then it kind of got weird from there. So how would, what would you, uh, how would you say it? Uh, the clinical term mm-hmm. for what occurred is an acute manic episode uh, or break. Sometimes it's an acute manic break from reality. Uh It kind of was a whirlwind of things that happened, all those things that Mm -hmm. you just mentioned, but also that my doctor had asked me to stop taking my antidepressant because I'm bipolar. I'm pretty honest about it. It's Mm -hmm. not really something everyone didn't know. And uh, because the intention was so for me to get a psychiatrist, which I had not had, though I had to have my diagnosis for 19 years. Mm -hmm. And, um, and finally get put on a mood stabilizer. But then COVID happened. That did, but that didn't happen, Anne. But that didn't happen. <laughs> COVID happened, where no one took appointments. You couldn't get in to see anyone, even virtually. So... I don't know how much virtual was happening yet at that point in time. It was just Nothing. Like... We had just started this lockdown. Right. It had just really become a thing. Um, and I guess everybody thought it was going to be like, oh, we'll lock down for a couple of weeks and then right. everything will be fine. And and then it became months. And then, and then twenty, and then it was twenty, almost twenty twenty two, and here we still kind of are. So. So yes, 
Um, so the pressure of everyone being home, everyone being around all the time, not being able to leave, combined with now no medicine whatsoever to kind of help stabilize a mood, combined with um, the fact that I'm a cannabis aficionado, um, now it's a medical marijuana situation mm -hmm. more than it was then, but it became quite apparent I was overusing. And as that started to happen, um, yeah, I started to have a break from reality. So I couldn't remember times of things happening. I didn't know that I was being loud or yelling about something, or I would snap very easily, or um, I had delusions of grandeur where I felt like I was smarter than everyone on the planet. And no one could tell me anything, and I knew exactly what was happening. And you were even having, like, basically like hallucinations you were, ha were having belief in things that weren't never actually happened uh so which is a part of having a manic break right so um of which i had never had before right um because we we've, we've together, dated we've been together for 19 years right we hit 19 years in october and we had never had anything even right close to this in the past so you know some unnatural online shopping right some ups and downs and now as we look back we can see more instances when i might have been more manic right we all knew i was kind of manic all the time but some significant instances where it's like oh okay that might have been now that we know more that might have been a thing right but had a break believed some terrible things and uh would on a world a whirlwind tour during the heat of COVID. Yeah, during the during just the, the hot time, hot during time of high, May. High point of infections. Hey, let's get on a bunch of planes right. and buses and stuff planes, like that. Planes, buses. Um, yeah, it was insanity. Um, it magnified. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, literally insanity. Uh, so. Now the joke is just literally. I went crazy. Hmm. Like, um, and it lasted for approximately four months. Um, I came home. And I couldn't come in because I had gone crazy pants. Um, and we worked around that. It took a lot. Yeah. Um, it took a lot of crashing and burning, I think, um, to regrow something. Yeah. So we're now okay. Uh, it has Obviously. taken me. Or we, or right. we, or we wouldn't would, be here. We right? wouldn't be here having this conversation <laughs> now. Um, yeah, it took a lot of work. It wasn't easy. It took a lot of time, I think, to feel comfortable again yeah. in my own skin. Um, as anyone who might have mental health issues know, uh, you never want to talk about it. You don't want other people to see it. It's kind of that thing we don't like mention. Like We all know that it occurs and that people have it or have significant issues, but it's always like, oh, not me. Like right. I'm cool. I can handle this. Um, there's a lot of cultural um, situations for me that would prevent us from wanting to show weakness or right. not be a strong black woman kind of thing. So it feels like you should mask and just eat those emotions or those feelings, not talk to anyone about it. So I just felt like I wasn't at a place where like, as it was getting worse and worse that I could like get out of it. Right. And but now I talk to someone, which is really funny since that's always what I've wanted to do <laughs> is talk to people about their feelings. 
Um, you know, I'm on medicine. It took a little while, even after getting home, to get me to a psychiatrist mm-hmm. and get medicine because of the situation we're in. Right. Um, for no other reason. Not like I didn't want to do it or anything like that. It was just very frustrating. Um, took quite a bit of effort, actually. And, um, and now we're at a better place, but we're yeah. all on the same page about it. So, and we're all really comfortable, yeah. I think, in understanding what happened and uh, how we move forward. Yeah. But I couldn't be on the show, obviously. I was uh, going through some stuff. Um, and it's taken till about now to yeah. want to be on the show. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Did I, did I miss some key details in there? Not that I think we need to like give to the world. I think that, <laughs> I think we covered okay. the, uh, the, the, uh, overall or the overreaching situation of the whole deal. So, um, ultimately you got the help you needed. You're back home where you belong. And quite honestly, if you're having similar issues or even just any mental health issue, go ask for help. Don't be too brave to do it. It's like, you know, or too, too proud, I guess, not too brave, but don't be too proud to do it because it's braver to ask for help than it is to try to suffer in silence through it. So. And there's a lot of resources. The National Suicide Hotline, even something as simple as like talk help, like you can get help with a text. Like there's someone always available to talk to you. Like you're not alone. Um, and if you start to notice a family member or a friend, really odd behavior, something's wrong. Please like speak, tell them. Right. Like hey, in a calm, rational way, talk to them, because they're not having a calm, rational moment maybe in their head. And that might have been the hardest part, was even just trying to get through to you that something was wrong. And that that was probably the, at least on my side of it, especially through a lot of it, was the hardest part, was just there didn't seem to be, like, a way to chip through to get you to understand what was going on until everything finally kind of started to rebalance again, I guess, for lack of a better term. I don't know how else I want to word it, but... I felt like... I was in a tornado that I believed. Right. Like, none of it's real, but all of it's real to you. Like, this is a classic way that people describe having this break from reality. Everything to you seems really real. Like, even if you know it's not, your brain is telling you that these things are happening in this time. But even conversations I would have would feel like, I had them already and we just did or they happened weeks ago right and I thought it happened yesterday so you lose time you lose senses of what's happening around you um so it was yeah it was just really hard and it was a tornado until I until it dissipated till I kind of fell on my face um I don't know if everyone would have gotten through I know that some tactics worked better than others right um no tactic I use worked at all. Uh, no, I, I failed can't miserably. Say, I can't say that any tactics with Chad worked. Um, that's not how I got home. Um, but a friend reached out, and that's all it takes sometimes. Um, so yeah, but we got through it, and we're good. Yeah. And that's the most important thing. Exactly. And, you know... 
our life is still intact, and that's yeah. cool, you know. Uh, and we have figured out that, uh, man, I can't be poor. I can't. Mm. <laughs> this is a very critical situation that I do not. I cannot be like homeless and destitute. I'm not. You're way too bougie. You're <laughs> way too so bougie. bougie. For that. Look, man, it was like top grade ramen. Is what I'm saying. I don't know how to do. I don't know how to do it. So, uh, yeah, I'm really glad I'm not in that position anymore because it was, I'm not good for it. Right. So, so yeah. And, uh, so, well, speaking, so interesting with things in, things in our lives, we'll just make this a, a spill our beans type of episode. Oh, no. It's a very special, <laughs> a very special episode of the IndieCast. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I think we'll call it that one from there. Uh, recently on, a, on my own personal, uh, Facebook, for those of you that are Facebook friends with me, uh, I finally had the guts to just finally come out admit something that we've, you know, been doing for like 12 years now, uh, that we're, that we're polyamorous, which wasn't really like no one a shock to anybody. Shocked. Yeah, no <laughs> one's shocked in our life that we're polyamorous, right. but yes, we are. Uh, we're happily that way. We've been so for quite a bit. Uh, we're not new. Right. It's not like we, uh, it's not a fad. We were doing it. Before it was super cool. Right. <laughs> like, uh, but I'm kind of glad it's super cool now. and like It is nice. So kind actually. of understanding that people kind of get it now. Um, or starting to get it at least. Or at least don't give us the dirty side eye. Right, much, exactly. You know, like, mm, that like careful wording of how we have to be about our friend or the friend that shows up to every family right. event. Like... That or person. the friend, the friend that seems a little too comfortable with one of us. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, very interesting. You, <laughs> you seem to really like that person. Right. Yeah, yeah. I've seen her naked. Yes, that is that that's is definitely a thing. a thing. Yeah, that's a so. Thing. Uh, and I know people love to ask questions about polyamory, and we will happily answer we, them. We have had some random people Ooh. ask us about polyamory that I never expected to come out of the woodwork once we did it. Look, it's um, crazy. People will go out of their way to be like, oh, hey, hey, Shelly. Uh, I, I have a question about that. So this, <laughs> you know, like, and by the way, it's polyamory, not polygamy. I'm, not taking, no. I'm married to one person and one person only. She's uh, sitting next to me. Uh, I, can, I can only deal with one marriage at a time. But, uh, <laughs> but And I feel differently. But, I'm a what's called a relationship anarchist. <coughs> Yeah. I'm kind of, like, there should be none. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, know. I don't know. I'm that but, kind of person. But I love that we're married, by the way. Yeah. In case that isn't clear. But. Yes. But yes, I feel We've like. We've done I'm, that for a really long time, right, too. We so. also have done that for a long time. So, but yeah, our, no one's staring at us weird, right. I guess. Um, oh, I mean, I'm sure there, there are people that are, but like. You know. But at National Coming Out Day, we did. Both put up things about being polyamorous. Right. Um, I put up things about being pansexual, which again, not 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 really a shocking to anyone right. at any point in my life. So, not new. Um, but yeah, we came out that way, and yeah. yeah, which is exciting for you. I know just saying the thing is kind of nice. It's been something that I've had to kind of guts up for for quite a while now, and. Family members and the like found out in very weird, interesting ways that <laughs> kind of involved your misadventures from it previous. Did. So it also was, involved my misadventures. So that was uh, that was definitely an interesting conversation to have uh, with with my mom. But um, so I don't know. It's it's a uh, I don't, it's just easier to be 
ultimately it's just easier to be open and honest about it now than trying to be like, who am I hiding this from or whatever. And I even considered when before I did it, it was like, well, I'm going to block any work people I know on here on this one. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't give a shit now. Why do I like <laughs> it? doesn't affect at all how I do my job. So like, Very true. I'm not dating anybody at work. I'm not that stupid. I tried once and that was really, and then I remembered how stupid it was to even try. Uh, but well, I, I'm married to my work. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, so I thought that it's just been, it's been yeah. cool to see the reaction that it's gotten. And, you know, I, I almost felt like weird using National Coming Out Day to use it because I feel like that's uh, not totally what it's supposed to be for. But I then like as someone who's a part of the Letter Brigade, which is kind of our joke about how many letters are now in the name, right? Um, uh, all the things we came out to are part of this community. True. Like so. they got flags for everything. Right. By the way, any combination of things. That might be in the letter brigade. Right. Has a flag, a symbol. Right. Colors. Like, we are we are ready to decorate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we make a mean-looking, yeah, awesome LGBTQ house. loves to decorate. Loves Woo! to... They've definitely got some uh, some interior designers on the, on the Man, team here. Man, it's flags everywhere. Like, so. we... That's how we roll. But, yeah. Um, I had to look up a few people's <laughs> flags. Like, I have no idea what the fuck this flag is about. We I mean, to... some are new. Some are really new. And I was like, I do not know what that is. Yeah. And, like, I thought I was well-versed right. in this particular subject. But, uh, nope. <laughs> like, every day, new letter. That's the real joke. So, we'll see. Uh, yeah. It's fun. It's fun. I'm really glad that... My girlfriends don't have to be weird. My boyfriend doesn't have to be weird. My husband doesn't have to be weird. Right. Like people don't have to be weird. So and that's my exciting. girlfriend doesn't have to be weird. And your girlfriend is, is doesn't have to be weird. She's, she's awesome. just excited she can start tagging me and stuff and on Facebook now. Uh yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. She she likes to tag me and stuff apparently. So there we go. Girls. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> So, so uh, yeah, so that's our, 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 are we done with, like, the well, bean spilling? Are we no, doing... No, well, let's, let's talk about the, because you mentioned one other thing <laughs> kind of in the bean spilling here. You had mentioned that uh, you were a cannabis aficionado. And Ooh, yeah, now that's you my are, term that I Now prefer. you are a, uh, a legal cannabis aficionado because you do officially have your card now. Florida is a medical marijuana state. Does not uh, offer the opportunity for... Uh, recreational at this time because um, our uh, our leaders here are idiots. Um, but that's neither here nor there. So um, we could we could spend a whole episode going on that. And no one would listen to it. Right. No. So one, no, you can watch the news and figure right. figure out the head guys. So. <laughs> so. Um, so compare and contrast the difference from how you used to get weed and things like that versus now being able to walk into a dispensary and just like buy shit from a store i mean it's a <laughs> fucking it's a weed store it's weeds are us uh it's a Ooh, that's a new name for a franchise yeah you, you guys just let us know million dollar was, idea yeah, yeah yeah we need a, a credit on that we need one. credit sponsored by the indicast <laughs> right um um it has been a interesting journey because i've been a cannabis aficionado uh, right. since I was 10. So that's right. I said 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, 
a long time. By the way, if Cheyenne, if you hear any of this, I swear Ooh, to God. We're in trouble. Look, do as I say, not as I do. Right. <laughs> right? Like, let's just lay that out we'll there. We'll talk to you about Candace <laughs> when you're older. It's definitely right. not They something. do understand now, though, that it's mommy's medicine. Right. So, um, which is not how I would have described it before I got my card. Right. To be honest. Well, you've been having, and, and not to go too deep, you've been having stomach pains, which is what kind of predicated us looking at this a little bit deeper. Um, then the one thing that's been helping you get through the the pain to being able to eat has been the cannabis. So it's worked really well. It's something I can measure and kind of keep under control. Um, now that I have more parts of my life under control, it makes this thing easier to contain. Right. Um, the interesting thing is that I have always had uh, people I bought this from were like friends. Right. And I'm saying that in very big quotes. There's some huge air there's some huge air quotes you cannot see here, but do note they are there. Um so you would go by you would say what you needed. You would have a small transaction and then that awkward moment we've seen some movies about it. Or you the, have to pretend to be friendly. Pretty much the entirety of Pineapple Express yeah, is set pretty off much. of this, uh, this basic idea. You don't want this moment. Like, I'm telling you, over the multitude of people I've met this in this grand um, subculture I'm in, uh, yeah, some of them aren't really worth spending any extra minutes with, let alone having to give half of some of the stuff you just paid him for back into something you don't even want to do right, right now in order to actually leave um which is very different in the dispensary uh you get to walk in it's very much like chad said like a pharmacy kind of situation you go up and talk to them about it's different a, options it's a, it's a pharmacy being run by like like cheech and chong extras like legitimately if you draw a picture some days <laughs> of like guy that works in weed shop you you're all picturing the same thing it's definitely the people that are going to like cypress hill concerts that, oh i mean or you could just more <laughs> picture cypress hill uh it's i mean yes be and real, no be real is uh I mean, is selling you weed no one who works here is not also a cannabis aficionado, aficionado. yeah like I need you guys to understand that everyone, like me and everyone in the room, knows exactly the same amount of stuff about right. me. And I'm saying I know an incredible amount. And if I don't, I go look it up. It's This is internet there's a, at the finest. There's like, a, there's definitely a lot of like cannabis lot of information. websites and apps and pages. And holy Jesus, has, have I been like introduced to a whole new freaking world uh, based off of you getting your card. So, so it becomes... What it does is take something that's generally done in the dark and put it in the light. Right. Right? It used to have to be so shady. Now, I'm going to be 100% honest. The person I had helping me out in life before this, before I had my card, is an incredibly cool gentleman. Okay? He delivers. Like, we don't have to contact delivery. That's right. Kind of like weed Uber Eats. Okay? Yeah. It's amazing. I pay him, it's cool, it's dropped off, it's very, very much a transaction, and it's perfect. Um, so oh. I can't say that, like, hanging out with him was terribly hard. Uh, 
His prices, however, include a, you know, a, a, a markup, a, a service, service fee. fee. Yeah. Um, that is a not deli- present. A delivery fee. And there's a limited scope to what he can offer. Though he was very good at giving me very much a price list. Right. And he had a, he had multiple me- strains. He had a menu. Yes, and multiple types and that kind of thing. So it did allow you to have some choice, some options. But what I have gotten to find now that I have access to dispensaries here in Florida is that you can shop around. Mm-hmm. It's like comparison pricing now. Because you can go to any dispensary at any time. Just like the pharmacy commercials tell you, that two places can be across the street from each other and have vastly different products and pricing. You need you need single care. for. A... I do. I need a weed single care. That would be awesome. Um, but, yeah, you go in and it's kind of like, oh... You know, I'm 30 bucks here, but oh, I'm 25 bucks here. It's 40 bucks here, but they give, you know, 40% off. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, wheeling and dealing. Well, there's just more pre planning you need now. Like, I didn't have a a reason to have to, like, you don't go in comparison shop dealers. You know what I mean? That doesn't happen. You're lucky if yours doesn't get hemmed up. Right. Or goes super dry. Like, these are all things you have to deal with when it's in the dark. But now, I literally feel like I could walk down the street and smoke pot. I can go anywhere and feel like, yeah. I, I am sure I'm the... beating the man. I am sure the police will probably not want you walking down the street smoking. I mean... I feel like this would fall into, like, container law. Open container. Yes. Yes. That is true. Um... We have to be as creative as we've always been when it comes to cannabis. Um, Yeah, I don't know. We are the most inventive humans ever. The ones who are knee-deep in this life. We can make something to use to to partake out of like a plastic bottle and some duct tape. Apples, oranges. We're a creative bunch is what I'm saying. So I feel like we would just... Just MacGyver some stuff. Mm. We can always work something out to be out in public. But now that I'm on the card, not only can I be in public, because they have a lot of very discreet products that you cannot get other places. Mm-hmm. Life's a, like, you got a whole new avenue now of <laughs> things, of places I can go. I literally feel maybe like uh, Dorothy walking through. Uh, I'm like, I am on the golden path. To greatness here. Really? I, I don't know why I didn't get on this path hello, earlier. Hello, Yellow Brick Road. Right, no. I'm, I'm skipping along, dude. I, I got a, you know, um, ease on down the road right behind me. I'm doing it. <laughs> Wonderful with reference. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Ease on down, you know. Man, Michael. <laughs> he was great. Anyway, um, so yeah, it's like a whole new, like, rainbow-filled world at the end of this road. Like, I... If you are even contemplating this as an idea, do it. Do it right now. Get some cash, scrape some cash together and go do the thing. Because the investment in the beginning is well worth it. I'm telling you monetarily it's worth it. Right. I have figured it out. I crunched a few numbers. Don't don't hurt your brains. It wasn't that hard. But I'm going to save a lot of money. Yeah. And that's smarter. 
I'm going to have an ease of getting things and that's smarter. There's no paranoia or anxious, you know, anxiety about right. getting the pro like knowing that you can always get them. I'm getting sent emails. Yeah. With coupons for weed. I just never thought that day was going to happen in my life where it was going to be that easy. I was like, man, we're going to have to move to somewhere with cold weather for me to really have this like full. That's not true. We could have moved to Arizona where it could be hotter than hotter than hell. So I, I feel like both things. We've climbed to the evolutionary heights of humanity so far, and we don't have to live where it's 115 degrees or where it gets below freezing. Either. Right. We don't have to do either. Like, so I refuse. <laughs> so I just don't want to move. Either. I love Colorado, too, and I really like Arizona. If they could get put together and make a nice... Big, huge, mega, <laughs> like, mega state. Mega state that's temperate. You know what I mean? Like, that would be nice. But, yes, I'm very excited. I hope that we can keep pushing forward legislation to get it made recreationally because then we can get legislation to help get people who have been wrongly convicted of this, of so much, who are in jail serving so much time. Mm -hmm. People who have been let go, who need pardons for that. So ex-cons can have a real chance when it's not, yeah, we're talking about weed, though. You know what I mean? So, like, that's exciting for me. And then, if we can legalize it in other ways, I can get plants. And that's a really big deal for me. I would very much prefer to grow a plant and know exactly what was going into my body. Right. Without any questions of the middleman. So, yeah. I, you know, that would be nice. And then, uh, and now we have a friend of ours who recently got her card as well she was not the she's not the aficionado you are uh so that is how, true what was how was the experience and we we actually spent a day where we basically toured her around i, I think three or four dispensaries <laughs> in the area <laughs> we did um to to do a little bit of shopping and see what works because she's had her own medical issues i'm not going to go into that right. um hipaa hipaa being what it is but uh how, how was it introducing somebody to the to the proverbial yellow brick road that, that you're walking on now. Uh, what I found is when you um, don't know a lot about marijuana, which people assume generally that you got here knowing some about it. Right. But she does not. And they inundate you when you get your prescription from the doctor an enormous amount of information. Yeah. I don't remember you coming home with this much information. I did. You. Did you? Okay. I did. But I don't need it. Right. So it wasn't important to me. The brochure which is probably is why I never, Which the, is probably why I never saw it. Cause you're like, also, like, what would be... What I had to help her understand is that you don't necessarily need to know all the science stuff of weed to understand its benefits at this point. Or, like, right. how to go about purchasing it. You don't need to know what the cannabinoids are or terpenes or, like, the different breakdowns of THC or CBD. You don't need to know all of that unless you're going to become an aficionado, right? I know those things. Why I've been doing it a long time. And you should know more about it. Know what goes in your body. Know why it's that way. Why does diesel smell terrible? Well, it got its name because it smells like that, right? I had to explain to her some things like what the strains meant, why they have weird names. Right. Um, what that kind of stuff means. Um, and then explain the kind of products. And we're going through some trial and error of, like, what things work best when this wasn't 
when this wasn't a recreational right. avenue beforehand. Generally, those of us who have been in in the recreational lane for a long time have a very good idea of the different products it comes in. Right. Um, and uh, so it's a little bit easier of a transition going over into the dispensary world. Um, you're, you're also, when you first go in, like, stunned that you could just talk about it so openly. Right. That's the first thing that you notice is, like, hey, man, it's not like a awkward it's not street like hush, transition. <laughs> right? hush whispers. It's like, hey, man, are you, you holding? You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be any of that. It's very easy to go in and start asking about it. And the person behind the counter knows as much as me, more than you, you know what I mean? Most, they are walking in. And it's nice. They can all, we can all have a genuine conversation about what you need, why you're there, what kind of symptoms you have, and what kind of things might be best for that. Right. About the two dominant strains, what they mean, why are they important, um, what is the point of knowing the difference. So those are the kind of things that I was like, this is what you need to glean from this information that's been, like, overloaded to you. Um, and then they gave her, like, I don't know, 30 sheets of dispensaries and their prices and, like, all kinds of stuff. It was just an overload of information. Um, and it took us some time to, like, kind of decipher it and figure out. And then we went to different places. And it was, like, 50% off for your first time here. We'll give you a free battery for um, a vape pen. Right. Here, we'll give you 25% off. You know what I mean? And so you had to go to different places to kind of get a good, good feel. Nice deal. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know, I have a rating of how some of those went, how they didn't go, what kind of neighborhoods they were in. A few of them were like, okay, get in and get out still. Hmm? Yeah. I don't know if that's the feeling you want now that you get to go to a dispensary. Right. You know what I mean? So we went through some of those, and it was interesting. Is, is it disappointing, though, that that might be some of the neighborhoods that are going to be a little more willing to let the dispensaries in than than others? I, I feel like that, sadly, might, that stigma might still be a thing where they might get stuck in some of those not as nice neighborhoods. I feel like now that we've been through some in that area, the distribution of them has to do with, like, available places right and pockets of people who are getting medical cards i think that that area specifically that we're talking about with the one that didn't feel as comfortable has an enormously high population of people now getting cards okay um however that doesn't negate from the the place that that it's in right that one happens to be the case however we have found that that county has an enormous um, enormously bigger selection of dispensaries than I have here. Right. Um, and in our area, there are less of them. And they have to be a little bit more closed off and discreet, I right. think. And they just built one. They just opened one very close to us. Right. Yeah, a, it's like right up the street. Right. In a very nice neighborhood and area that we live in. And that means that more are moving here, right? That must mean there's clientele here. And so I'm excited that maybe more people are getting on the wagon or right. more of the companies are finding areas to move into. Right. That help a population. I think it's super important to make it available um, to help take away some of the stigma of it. I think some people won't take that leap because they don't know where to go then. Right. Like, where will I go now? 
am I going to still have the same problem of not getting it or being secret about it or whatever it is. But I think what I'd really like people to know is that it's a great option. Right. Like, it really does help. I know that people think it's like fake science here too, but it's not. Like, there's a lot of information into this and it does help. And there's nothing saying that you have to smoke it either. There's like multiple different methods to to go through that from exactly. smoking to vaping to edibles to we have tincture drops there are capsules um there are different types of oils there's topicals there's a lot of different ways to get it there um and it's some a... that will work better for other people right. than others you know and you have to kind of try it out there's some things that work for one and don't work for the other mm-hmm. uh you know I know my uh, things that work great for me and, and don't. And I could be really honest when I go in there and go, that's probably not, that's not going to work out for me. Right. And make sure I try something else. But it does give you a really great way of going about it and not feeling so like, oh, it's so secret and I have to hide it. And right. No one can know about it. And it's really nice not to feel that way. I guess that might be the, that might be the theme of the episode is just like, just being open open about things open now about who knew stuff. it was an open it's an open episode <laughs> um so yeah so how do you feel as as someone supporting me through that particular journey? uh i am not nearly the cannabis aficionado you are uh there nope. there may have been some edibles in my past here recently that uh uh i've had varying experiences with <laughs> Uh, some were <laughs> wonderful and others were, uh, I can't get off the, I can't get out of my chair. Um, so, which may or may not be a bad experience right. either, depending on what. I feel like what... it was still a good experience. You were just new at it. So. Um. <laughs> which everyone says, by the way. I'm so sorry. But, uh, no, I mean, like I said, I guess on my side of things, you, you've already been an aficionado for so long. It just, it, you know what it is? It's the comfort level of being able to know that heaven forbid we did get pulled over and you had something on you that now you can go oh no here's my card you know i've i've obtained this legally i've spoken to a doctor that's why i have this and i'm you know we're legitimately just going from here to here uh and it can make sense about it because lord knows we've been you know pulled over in places before and you may have had something on you at some point and then having that like Jesus I hope they don't come out with a female cop to, to search you to look no one wants that fear in life anymore right and we have some ways now to like take care of that which to be honest is the most exciting right it takes the difference out of me being a pothead or me being like a dumb kid or anything like that I'm neither of those about what this is So it's really nice to like, just feel like I can stop getting so stigmatized all the time. Right. Everyone doesn't have to look at me like, oh no, Shelly does this thing. Right. You know, now we all know it's just a thing I have to do. And uh, I go out there and I take care of it and it's great. It's fine. And during the day it's a measured amount. And then, you know, when it's party after dark, uh, it's party after dark. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Um, and then fall asleep because we're old, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, calm down. <laughs> I party, Chad watches me. I don't know. Yeah. Like, 
And we both pass out. I'm a designated driver. I've been one for many years. I'm used to it by now. He's so. my he's my ride or die life life DD. That's that's an important important person to have. You should always marry someone who's willing to hold your hair or drive you home when you're trashed. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So I'm really glad to hear that. Like, it's not weird for you that no. like this is happening in my life. We have we have felt the same way with our friend with their significant other, like being super supportive and. Having us all drive around and find different things in different places. No, and, and quite honestly, I think even I might have been the one that was really starting for a little while to be like... You were definitely pushing go forward. go get the card. Yeah. It, you know. And not, like, Chad had all the reason to be, like, secure in the way I was getting it. It right. wasn't, like, something we all didn't know. Right. This gentleman's helped me in life for a long time. Yeah. For a while now. And, um... And everything's been fairly copacetic. It wasn't like I was coming from a situation of desperation or right. like don't know what to do or yeah, it really was, hey, this is becoming something that's no longer needed recreationally, but kind of medically. Like right. I'm having to do this even when I don't want to. Right. <laughs> like which is really the determining. What's point helping for me. you eat. Yes. So because it's become really a, an important part of my medical stuff, I'm really glad. And um, you know, keep smoking. Yeah. Go, but go get the card if you're in Florida. If you're not, if you're in a state that's got legal marijuana, you should go... Go do the thing. Go try it out. Yeah. Go get an edible. Go get the chocolate. Get the chocolate, not the gummies. Yeah. We've learned that the chocolate's much better than the gummies. Um, or so, at least for me it is. So. Right. And I could tell you some science behind it, but like the chocolates yeah. are better. If you'd like to know the science <laughs> behind it, email us, indiecast at gmail.com. Maybe yeah. we'll do an episode where Shelly has answer weed questions the whole time. Totally could. Or quite honestly, if you want to ask us any questions about anything we've covered here, mental health, uh, yeah. LGBTQ, you know, and uh, alternative lifestyle stuff, this might be a whole sh- separate show unto itself on here. <laughs> I know. So <laughs> we've done a few ask anything questions. That's you know? true. We haven't done an ask ask us anything in quite a while. So. Yeah, that's true. But um, so the last, the one thing that's been on my brain all Uh-oh. day. All day. She's going to derail the episode now. A little bit, but not really far from how I, like, how I do things. Okay. Okay. The Batman trailer. Yeah. uh, Wow. That was a 180. Right. I'm I'm telling you, I'm derailing. So the new Batman trailer did come out recently with uh, Robert Pattinson playing Bruce Wayne slash Batman. Um, So first, Robert Pattinson. Yes. What are your, what are your thoughts about uh, Sparkly? I thought he was good. Yeah. I think he's fine. No, I, here's the thing. Uh, because he's like he's most famous for being a in sparkly one vampire. one version of Harry one movie of Harry Potter where he dies, and being in the Twilight series, uh, a lot of people haven't really noticed that since Twilight, it's not like he's just been sitting on right. his ass. He's been working and not doing anything. He's been working and making some really serious. Um good movies and really showing his acting chops and i don't i never thought he was a bad actor he just he he picked he got into a movie series that was going to be a hit it was dumb not to grab a hold of it um but somehow he's kind of getting stigma on this one from here um i look at him getting cast as batman the same way i look at heath ledger getting cast as joker because when heath ledger got cast as joker everybody could not wait to drop their pants and shit all over that um, it's like uh, he like the guy from like tw- ten things I hate about you. Really, just, that guy? I'm just gonna say I loved, loved Heath Ledger, love Chad's 
Chad's a hater about some of the movies that came before that he might have been in. Oh. But I'm telling you, he was the greatest Joker. He might have uh, been one of the greatest. Th- he's he's way up there, and, I, and as obviously he's a big Joker fan as I am. Like, no, that was... And I'll be honest, I'm probably one of the people that probably shit on it, too. It's like, Heath Ledger? Fucking really? Um, and he ended up obviously being absolutely amazing. Of course, the part may have also killed him, but that's a whole other story into itself. Um, but uh, I, I think... Anybody that, and, and you know who else I, I felt this way too about, and it was my turn on this one. I didn't think Affleck was a bad Batman either. I thought Affleck actually did a good job in the, the playing Batman from what he did. Um, and I wish he was doing more of them because I didn't think he was bad. But um, I think Robert Pattinson looks like he's going to do a great job. The movie looks dark as hell. Like, yes. So, like, seriously, like almost horror movie <laughs> vibes for some of it here. So, okay, Robert. Uh, Pattinson is a really good actor. Yeah. I do also agree. Um, I feel like, yes, everyone like poos on Twilight. I like Twilight. I was totally Team Jacob, but I had read the book, so what idiots made these teams don't make any sense. Right. So, okay. But anyway, well, Jacob's way hotter. The idiots that so. made the... <laughs> Teams are the same people that Bane probably didn't read the books either. So. <laughs> so, in any case, I feel like he did great in that movie. It's a terrible shame that we feel now that, like, we can poo on it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Nickelback. You know what I mean? Some of us sing along. Don't lie. So, you know, they ain't, they ain't rich because no one bought the albums. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's the same idea to me. I don't, I'm not upset that he got called for it. Right. I'm not upset that he... Is trying to be Batman. That trailer made him look like a fifteen-year-old boy with a like an eighty-five-year-old's voice. It was very awkward for me. He does not staturally look the way we have been presented with Batman, especially from Ben Affleck, right? Big barrel. Well, but Affleck, but Affleck, Affleck, super muscled up for his. He did, but this is what I'm saying. So did everyone else. No one's played this role who didn't go, let me get some cutness on me. I would I would like to uh, bring you back to uh, one Mr. Michael Keaton, who definitely did not get ripped for it. I'm um, sure he did some workout. Val, I'm sure he did. I don't think Val Kilmer actually got all he that He was ripped. already ripped. <laughs> I, I don't know. If he it, was already, he was was already, already slender and in shape. Clooney is in shape, but I wouldn't call him ripped by any stretch of the imagination. But what I'm saying is before, they, before these movies filmed, we mm-hmm. all know that they are training for it you don't train to be an action hero by eating donuts okay like they worked out they make it look nice the suits make them look good but what i'm saying is historically batman has been presented as a fairly middle life man Mm -hmm. who is a little thicker and stronger and tougher than them all right what body Mm -hmm. shape they necessarily had is they got to look like they could get out of that hole that Bane was in. You know what I mean? Okay. That's what I mean. Robert Pattinson does not. And so it's not, I'm not against him in this role. I'm just saying he doesn't physically look like what I think of Batman. He looks much younger. So I'm like, if that's the tone, right. because all we know is, all we've seen is trailers. Right. So all I know is if that's the tone, cool. Right. I'm about dark, like, I'm about the darkness of this character. I'm about it. Let's right. do it. Like... I don't have any problem with it being gritty, any of that. It just seemed dis. 
incongruent with the ways that we have seen Batman portrayed. But maybe that's not a bad thing. Maybe doing a putting the character on a tier a little bit's not a bad idea. I would I would very much kind of balance that out with like the same way that um Joaquin Phoenix did with his interpretation of the Joker. Completely different than any other interpretation we've ever seen before. True. Um and it it ultimately ended up working. And again I'll I'll Kind of go back to Heath Ledger. Like, Heath Ledger played the character, you know, played the Joker in a completely different way than anybody else probably had on before. Um, and uh, I, I like that. I guess I'm just, I guess I have to kind of paraphrase John Lennon. All we're saying is give peace a chance. It's like, I'm willing to give Pattinson a chance just because, like I said, since I've been surprised by so many roles that I was like, oh, I don't think that's going to suck. And then it ended up being amazing. It's hard to hard to argue it now. So. I mean, I, I can argue how, like, how quickly you are to poop on some things, hmm. uh, some actors and roles, and how many yeah. act, how many good big actors are in a movie, that kind of thing. Um, oh, if there's, the too ratio. Many, if there's too many big actors in a movie, that, that scares the living shit out of me, because they, they're really front-loading to try to, uh, like, Mars Attacks, I feel like, <laughs> and I'm probably example, glad right? Zach is not on, I know, because I'm Zach sure would they're going like, to say... Losing his Mars mind right now. Like, what? That's so... Right. But, okay, I get you with that. But I feel like I, I'm going to I'm gonna reserve judgment because yeah, oh, my yeah. initial feelings were that. Right. Like, uh, when I initially saw it, it was like, oh, what is he, 15? And then he talked, oh, that's awkward. Like, that's how I felt. Right. Not that, like, I'm excited to still see it. Look, yeah, I mean, we'll be there. That's... Like, I am a... If I'm also a cannabis aficionado, I'm also probably a, a an action movie. Yes, kind of master. Are. Yeah, I'm. That is not wrong <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. So this poor thing has had to watch Crank and Crank Two on Valentine's weekend. Yes, like, that's the kind of level of action movie I need in my life. And uh, I will fight you if you say Crank or Crank Two aren't aren't. Just, just good old-fashioned fun. They're good old-fashioned crap. They're both no, horrible. No, but... uh, no. This is, this is a... You're way off base with this. Just like Wawa. Just way off yeah, base. God, please. <laughs> the eternal fight in our household. Yeah, exactly. Cheats versus Wawa. Yeah. All right, well, did you have any final questions for uh, me? No. I think I about covered it actually, and you derailed derailed well. So I know Zach might be proud of me. Zach will be proud. Yeah, yeah. you derailed at the end, but that's yeah. okay. And um, the final question is still a duck with a with a kendo stick. There you go. Still, still answer. Yeah, I wasn't too worried about the the final two on that one. So <laughs> was, that's still my answer. Uh, so uh, hey, wrestling nerds, if you're not following us already, you should be uh, at Indycast I N D Y K A S T on all social media. Uh, except for TikTok. I tried to get at IndieCast and somebody already had it. Uh, I don't know why somebody would have taken our show name, but, uh, and then I got her on TikTok for a little bit and, uh, absolutely hated it. So, uh, you can find us everywhere else though, uh, on, uh, on there, uh, for, um, fully gimmick. They just reopened up their page again. They had put it down for a little while for a little bit of, a. Uh, a little bit of a refurbishment, uh, but it is back up and running. You should go buy stuff right now. They've got a bunch of their Halloween merch out right now. So sure do. Go buy some cool Halloween merch or, uh, hey, you might find some of the Wrestling Nerd stuff on there. Uh, you might find a bunch of stuff designed by 
uh, the mad professor himself, Jesse Long, and uh, THF Labs. So you should go buy some of their stuff too. And uh, that's all I can think of right away, pluggy wise. Oh, um, well, yeah, no, if you are in the Orlando area, that is a good one. Spooky Empire is this weekend. Uh, you may very well find She Wolf Media slash uh, Fully Gimmicked slash Brain Buster Video. Um, all three of all three of them in one in one wonderful couple that is Zach and Luna will be there. So uh, you should go buy stuff. Tell them the IndieCast sent you, and uh, yeah, buy all their merch up. Like, yeah. make sure they they get some stuff out of that. And um, you know, and Kate, just to keep Zach working. That's, exactly. Yeah. That's what needs to happen. Yeah, keep Zach busy. Like he doesn't <laughs> have enough shit going on with himself. <laughs> so and uh, that I think is officially everything. Oh, follow Team Hammerfist. T E A M H A M M A F I S T. Uh, again, on all social media. Also follow on uh, Twitter uh, the internet title, at uh, uh, internet title. Uh, I have no idea. Who, I'm, I'm lost on who's holding it right now. It like, it, it, Calix had it for a little bit, and then, like, it's been handed. It's like, people keep winning it. So um, I'm excited to see where it ends up next. But you should follow it right now. And watch it blow up right now. On, on the internet. Like, yeah. That's worth it, guys. So. Uh, other than that, everybody, I don't think we have anything else. So, uh, until next time, everybody, uh, I am as always, uh, Coculus Maximus. You just remember, you can just, I'll be, <laughs> booby fat. I'll be, That's there right. you go. Uh, <laughs> uh see you remember, off from booby fat. You got, yeah. you're back into it. You, it's like it. riding a bike. Yeah. So, uh, and until next time, everybody, we always say, deuces. Hercules Mulligan! A jump scare is the Canadian destroyer of horror films. Pardon me. Might I suck mine own dick for a second? I'm ready to greet the day, you fucker. <laughs> Every single one of you guys has made a horrible decision. <laughs> it's that dirty-ass Meryl Street. We are. We're touching wieners. We're touching wieners professionally. Ric Flair said fuck a six-pack, and he never lost an ounce of pussy. What I am is a big, queer, stone-cold Steve Austin. Love dick. Birds don't give a fuck about your life.